Hello, Samantha. Hello, Simon. Oh, you really dislike being called Samantha. Only my grandmother calls called me Samantha. Literally, the there's only a little asshole one. in the back of my head that knows you dislike being called I Samantha. Know. It's fine. I'll just call you Dingleberry. Easy. Sorry, Sam. Sorry, Dingleberry. Um, that's my father's name. <laughs> <laughs> How the hell are you, Dingle? I am locked the fuck down. Um, yeah. You know, Sam, I've realized over the last few weeks that I would be terrible at prison. Really? Why? Yeah, I don't think I'd, I don't think I'd make the greatest prisoner. Um, Do you know what's funny? I've yeah. been feeling exactly the opposite. Um, so I feel like... So I only let myself read the news for an hour a day, right? For mental health Smart. reasons. During that hour a day, I am filled with despair and anxiety. But for literally the other 23 hours of the day, I've been borderline euphoric. <laughs> it's like I've realized, nice. actually, this is the perfect way of living for me. Spending a lot of time cooking, having a very regimented, structured calendar of my own devising, uh, never, never going outside. Well, going outside for like a run once a day. It's perfect. It's making me feel like when this is all done, I actually think I should join the Navy because this is my best life. (laughs) (laughs) Do you feel like we're just being reminded of a lot of things that are always true, but are extra true when you're locked the fuck down? Like what? Like uh, your need for regiment, for example. Oh, big time. I, yeah, yeah. Like that's always true for Sam, but yeah. it's like, you know, the amplitude is up on it now. So you're being extra reminded of how true it is. I think that thing about the amplitude being turned up on everything is kind of, that's the best summary of of life right now. Like all of my feelings are turned up to 100, including my joy, which is the weird mm. part. It sometimes makes me feel like a sociopath, but I realized that actually that's also just my emotional response. Um, but you know what it also is, is that everything is slower now Mm. which is good yeah and there's some repetition which helps you to spot patterns like i'm convinced uh, i i can tell you down to the fifth decimal how many calories i'm consuming every single day (laughs) (laughs) like things that i was not computing very consciously before i'm like i've got a handle on this now man Mm, mm. it hasn't helped my behavior at all like i you know i'll still eat a bag of bread every day whatever yeah but um but i'm so aware of it now that's so interesting i mean it does you know this is far more like how humans have lived all of for all of humanity until five minutes ago really you know is you mostly stay in the same place well i mean you just don't have as much external stimulation as we are used to as city dwellers um, yeah, I just think we're far more in tune with the rhythms of, you know, you wake up, you cook food, you clean your house. And I mean, look, all of this is said with intense awareness of how privileged both of us are that this is our lockdown experience. Can you imagine being locked down during the plague? Yeah. <laughs> be like, bad, right? You were in a house without electricity or a working toilet. Mm. You had two books, one of which was probably the Bible and your only other source of entertainment was like a cork with a nail knocked into it. <laughs> Telling stories around a campfire. So I told you I was reading Journal of the Plague Year, right? Mm-hmm. So that's about one of the plagues in London. And what what mm-hmm. is amazing? So that wasn't that that wasn't the like the thirteen hundreds. That was later, one of the later plagues. Mm-hmm. But it, it has struck me as incredible how similar 
it was, even though it feels so different, because it was the same thing where, firstly, everyone who could afford to, who lived in London, went to a country house and hold up there because that was safer. Secondly, all of a sudden, these charlatans crawled out of every every patch of woodwork with these miracle cures. Um, There were conspiracy theories about how it was all engineered. It's just exactly the same in many, many ways. Apart from History does not think we're that special. No. <laughs> so strange. Like you go back to ancient Mesopotamia and you find the same patterns repeating themselves just with less smartphones. Mm. Totally. But man, we discussed this before. A country house is a is a freaking asset right now, man. Yeah, big time. <laughs> wait, wait. I have why, a friend. Why didn't, I, why didn't I buy a country house? Past me was a fool. Exactly. So I have a friend who has a farm or rather her family has a farm who she's, she's obviously there now. And also the reason why I deleted Instagram five minutes after putting it back on my phone again, I make this mistake every few months. And I go, Hmm, everyone's using Instagram. There must be a good reason. Nope. And then I reinstall it and I'm like, no, no, there's no, there's no good reason to have this cotch on my smartphone. And then I delete it again. Nope. Um, but God damn, if you have a family farm yeah. <laughs> that is also next to a beach, that is that is that is a freaking asset right now. Yeah, really. It's to be really, celebrated. Damn, yeah. Very jealous of the Or you know if you're a hobo. I don't think it's great to great to be homeless right now. No, it probably isn't the, the best fun. But uh I live in a neighborhood where there's a big homeless community. And they just kind of walk the streets by day and then the cops drive past and they flip them off and then the cops carry on driving and then they proceed to go wherever the fuck it is they wanted to go, mm. which is not something I can do. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Look, I mean, I've been hearing some really horrific stories about cops beating up people. And st- anyway, sure. that, that's and we should not make light of those. Yeah. Okay. Moving stupid, swiftly along stupid, then. Stupid police state. <laughs> yeah. Um. What are the other things about how you are living right now that you want to take with you into the future, some hypothetical future where the world hypothetically gets more normal? Yeah, I don't know, Sam. It's like, you know, I think you and I um, have both created a situation for ourselves where we have a high degree of autonomy. Yeah. Like our days go pretty much the way we want them to go. Mm. Um and now we're it's the same except we can't go outside <laughs> quite yeah. as much as we used to. Yeah. Um and I think one thing I've learned is that social interaction is really as important as everybody tells us it is. Mm-hmm. Um and there's very little about this that I want to take back into the world. And I guess part of that is because as you were saying, not that much has changed. Like, mm. you know, when the weather's nice, I'd like to go to the beach. But other than that, I'm doing all the things that I did before with less exploration like Mm -hmm. i can't go and sit and work for an hour in a coffee shop right now that's out of the door Mm. um or i can't go hey i feel like being in a different country for three weeks so i'm gonna do that Mm. um like that limited movement sucks and i've realized how important it is to me as Mm. one of the many things i took for granted Mm. um but no, I, there's very little that the lockdown has taught me about life that I want to continue with. You know, mm. it's just kind of been, it's just shit. kind of sucked for the most part. It's just kind of been um, shit. <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of been shit. There have been nice parts about it, you know, like hanging out with Taryn at home is cool. Mm. Um, mm. 
And, you know, her life has a lot less autonomy in it because of the shitty corporate she works for. Um, but, you know, that's out of the picture now. So mm. this is how life could be for us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which has been cool. Mm. Um, but, uh, but yeah, uh, other than that, it's, uh, it's a shit show. And okay. So, so Simon, Simon says we can, we can be finished with this lockdown now, please. <laughs> Yeah, but I suspect the question's very difficult if I if I ask you. Are there other things besides like you your routine and regimen and other navy like behaviors that you're taking with you out of this? I mean, so this is kind of almost a bit of a con- contrast to the thing about being very regimented. But I, one of the things that this experience has reminded me of is how important boredom is to my brain. And how I need to give myself more space to get really bored. Because um, I, you know, I find that when I get bored, I come up with a, some pretty creative and strange projects and actually end up having a lot of fun entertaining myself. Um, and I, in my regular life, I don't, I just don't give myself enough unstructured space, like these endless weekends that we have now, where mm. it just feels like they mm. go on for like infinity time. Um, those have been incredibly fun for me. I've ended up doing weird art projects and I, I don't know, like collect, like I've started collecting wildflowers and trying to draw them and learn their names. I started making weird, like poetry out of newspapers. I just, I get really weird when I'm left by myself for a long time, but in a way that I- Yeah, it's not just when you're left on your own, Sam. (laughs) I've been enjoying- Really stretching into all of the extents of my weirdness. <laughs> it's weird how time moves during during lockdown as well. Like it just seems so endless at the time. And then yeah. when you look back at it, it feels like five seconds because no, it was so sure. monotonous. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think I've been locked down for like two nearly three months now. Yeah, it's been it's been it's been a, a longer it's been a longer bout for you than it has been for us down here yeah. in the sunny south. Yeah. Um, did you see there was this woman who in, in, in her weirdnesses of her boredom, she, she cracked open the Sims and as, as many of us have done, and, um, she created a bunch of different Sim families and put them in lockdown. And so she locked all the doors of the house so the Sims can't, can't leave, but then she didn't control them. She just let the AI sort of let the Sims do whatever they wanted to do and watch them go crazy in various ways <laughs> but i mean her big her big discovery and this is certainly not not a, a scientific experiment <laughs> by any means but you know the sims she made one sim household that had about six people in it and those sims had a had a grand time because they just hung out and had movie nights or whatever and the sims who were by themselves or with just one pair and then one of the pair died often in her in her simulations just all went increasingly crazy <laughs> anyway yeah it was fun it was sounds accurate not sure it teaches us anything about real life no but it teaches us something <laughs> just about like the quake bots that evolved world peace and just all stood in the corner not killing each other <laughs> until one human player entered the arena which they all super fucking murdered in five seconds it's amazing <laughs> um. I like that. Yeah. I like the idea that that might be the end of all war. Is the AIs um, make peace with each other, but then murder all humans because they realize we are the threat. <laughs> yeah, seems seems unlikely. Holy shit! Speaking of AI and things that are unlikely, have you been watching Devs? No. What is Devs? My God, 
It's a new, um, I'm going to have to look it up because I can't remember anything. Um, I've only just started, so it may turn out to be uh, terrible. But so far, it's pretty great. Okay, but okay, give um, me a blurb. It's new. It's it's a new show by Alex Garland. Uh-huh. Um, it's on Hulu. It's a miniseries. I think there are only eight episodes and there only ever will be. It's genius, or at least the first episode is genius. Um, and it has rocked my my world. And 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 I'm so grateful for it because I've been trying to find good TV that's been part of my lockdown experience. Um, you know, it's like it's like when you've had a weekend of just binge drinking cane, um, which is what watching the Tiger King felt like. And then you, and then and then you just need to recover and have something that stimulates you uh, and is good for you. Um, that's what Devs has been for me. Oh, wonderful. Okay, but what is it about? I don't know. <laughs> okay. It's about it's about really good actors being super smart on screen and tantalizing me with a lot of very big ideas that I have no idea where they go yet. I will certainly go and watch at least an episode. I have Yeah, I'm also trying to skirt the spoilers here, of course. Yeah, okay, fair. Um, I can recommend a piece of extremely bad TV. So if if Tiger King was drinking cane, this is probably, well, this is equivalent to drinking those weird CBD oil-infused energy drinks. <laughs> like, no one needs this. <laughs> Tell me more. Um, so it's there's this new streaming service called Quibi, which is filled with just the most ridiculous content you've ever seen. Um, but everything is 10 minutes or less. So there are these incredibly short episodes of, of shit. Quibi. Quibi. Uh, it's Katzenberg's new project. Um, but there's, I, I mean, so I kind of actually like the concept of Quibi, but the the shows that they have for their launch catalog are profoundly weird. Um, so there's my favorite show, which I found is the show called Let's Roll. And it's by, it's about this guy who is a joint artist so he just makes these incredibly elaborate marijuana joints. But, you know, there's one that is like a, a dragon and the smoke comes out of its mouth and you smoke it up through its tail. I mean, they're, they're, they're fantastic. They're so bizarre. Um, mm. it's, it's, it's wonderful and, and pointless and great. And there's this other show called Murder House Flip where <laughs> they buy – it's, I mean, they're just the weirdest concepts. They, it feels like watching those Rick and Morty uh, instrumental TV episodes where someone just came up with just the craziest idea and then made it a TV show. Anyway, they're great. Quibi, Q-U-I-B-I. Yeah. Quick yeah. bites, big stories. Yeah. Link in show notes. <laughs> and I, I can specifically recommend then. Literal and Murder House Flip, and I can specifically not recommend 50 States of Horror which is possibly the worst, the worst thing I've ever seen. But it's almost so bad, it's funny. Mm. Yeah, that's one of the habits I will not take out of uh, lockdown. Is television is a terrible waste of my time, mm. for the most part. Every now and then, a devs comes along, or like an Olive Kitteridge, or I, I'm okay with miniseries because I don't feel like they're purposefully wasting my time. Mm. Whereas you know everything else on television is like really. Do you really need another season? Season 34? Okay. All right. Yeah, sure. You know, I'm emotionally invested now. Let's see how you kill this character again, except not for the 54th time. Uh, <laughs> what, is, what is the longest running TV show now? Got to be The Simpsons, right? Is The Simpsons still running? 
Yeah, Google. What is that? Yeah. Totally. No way. That's crazy. I didn't know that. Longest. Has to be The Simpsons. Yeah, I know that. Ah, right? oh, Google. <laughs> yeah. Is it? Oh, wait. Gunsmoke. 20 years. The Western started as a radio series in 1952. Oh, but that's we're looking at the longest current running, right? Yes, yes exactly. Ah, no, uh, Google. Just read my brain, Google. I mean, come on, Google. Don't pretend you're not listening to our whole conversation. Yeah. You'd think this would be a really easy uh, thing to solve with a computer. It's the Hallmark Hall of Fame. (laughs) Whatever that that is. Must be some America thing. Really? Yeah. I found another one that says The Simpsons. So they can't both be right, Sam. No, it must be Doctor Who. The Simpsons debuted on Fox on December 17, 1989, and is now up to 29 seasons. It's 30th okay, season Doctor with Doctor Who from like the 60s. Yeah, but isn't Doctor Who finished? Oh, this I is don't an article know. from 2018, by the way. So, yeah. Anyway, <sighs> these are the questions that consume you. Uh, tell me about some other things that have been making you happy this week. Um, I've been asked to DM a game of Dungeons and Dragons for my son and his friends. Oh, so good. What, what I'm the only you- adult on the Discord server, which <laughs> is a badge of honor. It's <laughs> so great. I, mean, I, um, I have never. It was weird. It was so fun. <laughs> I have never DM'd a game of Dungeons and Dragons before and only played half a game of Dungeons and Dragons myself ever. So. Um, I think I think the, the the title of this episode needs to be shit show because I'm describing another one to you. <laughs> but I'm going to do it, Sam. I'm going to I'm going to get up my trusty D20 and act like I know what it's for. That sounds so fun. Do you have any do you, have the kids come up with characters or do you have any thoughts about They them? have. Oh, yeah. they're all over this thing, Sam. They um, they are way way ahead of me. Your children are um, amazing. And it's beautiful that they think I I can do this thing or or in any way keep up with them. Um so long may it last. I suspect it will all come tumbling down once this campaign gets going. Amazing. Uh, mm. we, I'm also playing a D&D-esque game at the moment, as I suspect many people are, because everyone should be. It's a great way to pass the time. Um, we're playing a Star Wars game, and my character is a very tiny hutlet, so like a baby hut. Um, and she's is. Jabba's kid sister, and she um, has big plans to start her own criminal empire. But mm-hmm. the one problem is that she's incredibly tiny, even for a hut. So she can't. She sort of has to be carried everywhere in a backpack of this large Gamorian who can't speak English, and his name is Gork. Anyway, it's it's so fun. <laughs> are you are you playing online? Are you are you zooming it up for your D and D campaigns, or what are you using to run them? I need to learn. I need to take notes. <laughs> Uh, we're actually using Skype, but that's because one of one of member of our party um, kind of is a bit of a technophobe. Um, so I think I would choose probably Zoom. Um, as much as I dislike Microsoft and I dislike all the privacy stuff inside of it, um, I find that Zoom handles South African internet better than other things. Uh, okay. What about uh, Discord? Uh, I like seeing people's faces, though. But you can on Discord. Discord does video chat. Can I don't know you? if it does group video, though. <gasps> hmm. See, I learn new things every day, Simon. Hmm. Yeah, Discord seems I cool. But also have learn one new the... thing once a month. <laughs> yeah. oh. uh, I'm really glad that you guys are playing D&D. That sounds very wholesome. Mm-hmm. 
Do you want to tell me about more cool things you discovered? Because I've given you one and you've given me 15. So I feel like you just need to continue. Uh, I told you about Don't Starve Together last time, didn't I? I did. Oh, Um, we had an elaborate discussion about that and then we played the fuck out of it. Oh, we did. We really did. Um, Fiona Apple's new album has been making me really happy. Okay. Um, I will cue it up. Yeah. The thing about Fiona Apple is I feel like she was built for quarantines. One, because she's by all accounts like a really deep introvert and makes all of her music by herself in a room. Um, and a lot of her lyrics of this album are very quarantine relevant. Um, I think the, the whole album is called something like Get the Bolt Cutters, um, which is from a lyric about someone get the bolt cutters. I've been stuck in here too long. It's very relatable. <laughs> I think the One World concert taught us a lot about what musicians are, are inherent introverts and um, who aren't and also who have the best microphones. And who are stuck in country houses like Taylor Swift, clearly with a boyfriend and a smartphone to broadcast her recording to the world. <laughs> I didn't watch Presumably. Was it, was it, was it cute? Uh, I, I didn't watch the whole thing. Um, there was a little uh, ensemble of uh, Andrea Bocelli and um, Lady Gaga and Celine mm-hmm. Dion and others uh which was pretty good considering that they had to patch this all together post with them all recording in their lounges slash bedrooms slash on a staircase mm-hmm. whatever andrea um that was good the killers was suitably embarrassing <laughs> it's worth watching just for the cringe factor um it's fucking terrible yeah uh, but it was kind of it was cool i, I like seeing the polish removed from the pop stars of the world um, mm. and everybody going, okay, like, you know, show me a shitty recording from your lounge. Let's see how it goes. Uh, um, delightful. It's worth watching for that. But I think at last tick, there was like eight hours of content. I don't recommend watching all of it. Yeah. Um, not that I could recommend it because I haven't done it, but, um, but yeah, there were, there were some bits and pieces I caught that were definitely worth it. That's actually one other last thing that I want to tell you about um, that has been bringing me incredible joy is um, John Krasinski has this YouTube show called Some Good News. Um, and it, it, it is the most ridiculously wholesome thing on the internet right now. So every week he drops an episode recorded from his living room and or his office. And it's just a, a collection of, of clips, basically, of sweet, wholesome nice things from the world um but the second episode was sam crack because so you know how pretty much my greatest love is the musical hamilton um, and i'm Mm -hmm. completely obsessed so there was this little girl who was like nine and was also obsessed with hamilton and she had tickets to go see it in new york but couldn't because of the lockdown and um so john krasinski brings her on the show and says, don't worry, we bought you tickets and we're going to fly you to New York as soon as this is all over. And you're like, oh, cute. And then he patches in his friend, Lin-Manuel Miranda, onto the call. And then Lin-Manuel Miranda just starts performing Hamilton live for this girl. And then as the call goes on, the entire rest of the cast climbs onto the call and just live like performs Hamilton for this kid. Amazing. I was dying. I was dying. I was sweeping. <laughs> have you seen Hamilton live, Sam? I have. Of course I have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do I know I every not. single word of the of the of the thing? Yes, obviously. 
can do I do the rap battle to myself in the lounge? Yes, obviously. <laughs> Am I dying dork? Yes. Okay, let's go watch Hamilton once this is all over, Sam. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> if there's still a Broadway to be had. I'm sure there will be eventually. Mm, eventually. I w- there, there are a, a long list of businesses that are definitely not going to make it out of this. Yeah. That's Unfortunately. Good. Yeah. And a lot of offices that won't open because we've just learned that they're bad ideas. Yeah. Mm. I think the West End and Broadway uh, will be exceptions, though. Well, I mean, maybe there'll be new things in their place. In the place of the West End and Broadway? Yeah. Maybe. I hope not. (laughs) But, you know, maybe there'll be more musicals that are released on the internet. Yeah. Uh, In Fortnite. Fortnite, Fortnite musicals. Oh my god! Maybe we'll all get very into Second Life again and go do things in Second Life. Is Second Life even still a thing? I'm sure it still is. <laughs> Longest running Second Life server. <laughs> wow, it seems to still be a thing. Oh my god! Amazing. Okay, let's finish this podcast and go hop into Second Life right now. <laughs> Sam, there is no amount of lockdown boredom that would get me back into Second Life. <laughs> uh. Just no, it's not happening. Okay. Are we calling it a day? I think we should call it a day. I think we should. We All right, should Sam. Our living rooms. Okay. Bye. Bye.